What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to the all-new Disney Plus Informer podcast, your source for all the latest news, rumors, reviews, and more about Disney Plus and beyond. This is episode 27 for the week of August 14th, 2022. I'm your host, Justin Eddy, back at it alongside my co-host, Michelle Beck. Hello. Hello, Michelle. Be sure to follow along each and every week. We're going to keep you updated with all the information you need as we cover Disney+, Hulu, Marvel, Star Wars, Pixar, and so much more. Let's get started. In case you missed it this week, Disney+, Plus. listen to this, they've reached over 152 million subscribers. That's pretty impressive. Uh, Disney+, Plus has also announced the launch date and pricing details for its new ad-supported tier for the U.S., and then... uh, The D23 Expo has updated its schedule with new events, including new Marvel, Disney Plus, and Walt Disney Animation animation presentations, and a whole lot more. We're going to discuss all those stories, let you know what's new on Disney Plus this week, bring you our top 10 posts for the week in our 10 and 10 News Blast segment, and uh, all that more is coming at you next. Welcome, everybody. So glad to be back. Uh, Let's kick things off, Michelle, with what's uh, new on Disney Plus this week. Uh, We got highlights that include uh, the premiere of Marvel's animated shorts, I Am Groot, as well as a new episode from season three of High School Musical, The Musical, The Series, and season three of Bluey on uh, Disney Plus in the U.S. All three seasons of The Orville have been added to uh, the library over on Hulu. We've got another episode from season two of Reservation Dogs that's now streaming, along with episode four from installment two of American Horror Stories over on uh, Hulu and Disney Plus in the UK, Ireland, and Canada. Season one of the comedy series uh, This Fool has released, as well as episode eight from season two of Only Murders in the Building, Uh, Later in this episode, uh, we watched those animated shorts of I Am Groot. We're going to talk about those, give our uh, quick little review of those. Uh, They're pretty good. Um, Up first, though, so this kind of blew me away because it seems like such a huge number in such a small time. Disney Plus has reached over 152 million subscribers. Uh, This is even bigger for all of their if you combine all of their streaming platforms then the number is even bigger so Mm -hmm. what's going on there yeah so they had a 14.4 million gain in disney plus streaming subscribers so last may disney plus announced it had hit 137.7 million paying customers worldwide so quite a bit of a jump again beat analyst forecasts And so if you take uh, Disney Plus, Disney Plus, Hotstar, Hulu, and ESPN Plus, you now have a combined 221 million total subscriptions across all those streaming offerings. And guess who they beat out? Um, Netflix? Yeah, so Netflix uh, last reported 220.67 million total global subs. Well, Netflix has kind of been shedding some of their customers i think over yeah the especially last the last few so, months too with, with along with increasing prices so uh i think a lot of people with with netflix have decided that you know they, they get it to watch whatever show they want and and you know obviously just let their subscription lapse until the next thing comes out uh, and, and then everyone just binges it it doesn't seem so much that that's happening yet with uh disney plus it seems like people are 
latching on, and maybe that's because there's, you know, a, an overabundance of quality content that is continuing to be released, you know, week after week. So there is, and they also release things weekly, weekly. as opposed to Netflix that. Everything is kind of thrown out there at once, too. Yeah, so like when Stranger Things comes, everyone wants to watch Stranger Things, but they're going to watch it basically in one weekend, and then that's mm-hmm. it. So I, it'll be interesting to see if they adhere to that uh, you know, release schedule in the future because um, you know, not doing it that way is working well for Disney. Yeah. I also, like as much as I like binging something like that i also kind of do like occasionally you know you watch one episode you let that simmer for a while and then you've got the next one the next week i feel like it's kind of easier to forget what happened when you binge stuff so quickly yeah because you're just on to the next thing and you don't you don't really think about it like i I totally get that so um certain certain shows might uh, lend themselves to you know just binge it in a weekend and that's it like but uh, others, you know, I slow down a little bit and uh, take it all in, I guess. I don't know. It's working for Disney either way. Uh, up next, we've got, uh, so they've also announced the launch date and pricing details for their uh, new ad-supported tier in the U.S. So that's going to be cheaper, but you're getting ads. Well, it will be end up being cheaper. So yeah, the subscription with ad tier launches in the United States on December 8th. This will be coming to other countries, but they haven't announced a release date for that yet. So the price with ads will be $7.99 a month. That is what the current price of Disney Plus is today. So in the future, when that $7.99 Disney with ads comes out, then if you want the premium no ads plan, that's going to cost you $10.99 a month or $199 a year. So right now, whatever you have, if you want to stay with that plan, when the ads come out, you're going to be paying $3 more a month. So we have, they, you know, they have got some bundles coming up too with different pricing. So if you want to take a look, we have an article up on DisneyPlusInformer.com and you can see all the details and pricing. I'm living with the ad-supported Hulu right now. We heard. And it's, it's okay, right? I mean, it's most of the time they're not too intrusive, like... When we watched Prey, they just had... They didn't have anything during Prey, but Reservation Dogs is crazy. I feel like every minute they're putting out like a minute and a half worth of ads. Yeah, it's very inconsistent in how they're Yeah, I don't know why they put so many in Reservation Dogs and so often. Like I'd almost like rather them have like maybe a five minute ad... (laughs) <laughs> then having like every two minutes them breaking what you know yeah, g- it, it, give, give me one decent break instead of giving yeah. me three minutes worth of content and another you know 45 second ad or whatever it's just i don't know if that is you know if there's a reason for that or if it it's just, just dependent if, if it on what just, show it isn't only murders i don't feel like has that many yeah i, I don't know how that's either. decided if it's an algorithm if it's you know behind the scenes they they just get placed or 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 what it is but uh they're they're very uneven but most of the time they're not too intrusive for Mm -hmm. like i if you're watching an hour-long show and it's got a couple of breaks in there like for a minute and a half it's not bad you know you go use the facilities or go grab a uh, another water or whatever you're drinking or whatever like that's that's fine but um Obviously, not having ads is way better. Yeah. But, okay. 
Uh, finally, uh, the D23 Expo has updated its schedule with new events, including new Marvel, Disney Plus, and Walt Disney Animation presentations, and a whole lot more. Uh, this is going to take place September 9th through 11th in Anaheim, California. I know, Michelle, you are so looking forward to this because you're going to be so busy that weekend uh, writing up all yeah, these Yeah, uh, we get all stories. the big announcements. So, you know, this takes place right after Disney Plus Day. So Disney Plus Day is on September 8th, and then D23 Expo is September 9th through 11th. So we're going to get a lot of announcements, sneak peeks, first looks, and more. They did announce some more panels. So I'm just going to go and give you the highlights. But again, DisneyPlusInformer.com, you can see the more detailed. They have so many different stages and throughout the day, all three days, there's so much going on. So definitely take a look if you're going to be there. If you can't be there, you can still join in with the live stream at D23Expo.com, the Disney D23 YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter accounts. So um, there's going to be on Friday, there's, well, every every time they have the D23 Expo, they have the Disney Legends Awards ceremony. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also a Simpsons panel, and then there's a studio showcase for Disney Animation and Pixar. And then on Saturday, the big one, Saturday morning, is going to be Marvel Studios, Lucasfilm, and 20th Century Studios. And then later on that day, there's a Bob's Burgers panel. There's a Tron panel. um, There's a Marvel comic celebrating 60 years of The Amazing Spider-Man. We've got a celebration of Disney Animations in Kanto. We have an American Horror Stories panel, a Zootopia sneak peek. And then um, a Dancing with the Stars Season 31 celebration on Sunday. This is when they talk about the Disney Parks Experiences Products panel. There's also the Proud Family, Louder and Prouder. And yeah, you can go ahead. There's also a lot of screenings and first looks and stuff of some shows coming up too. D23 Expos uh, are going to be a lot different than maybe in the past with all, all of these, you know, with the inclusion of all the the streaming stuff, you used to be more obviously just you know basically focused on the parks, parks more, yeah. mostly like that was the the big uh, headline out of all that. So um, it, it'll be interesting to see. Like I, there's just uh, obviously there's a ton of people that are super excited about anything that they'll be talking about parks related. You know, myself included. But man, what a what a big event that they've got. There, there's just so much that they can possibly cover. So that's uh, it's awesome. Uh, as a reminder, as all of these uh, news stories break and, and everything that gets announced, we'll have uh, articles about them up on our website, which is DisneyPlusInformer.com. And uh, let's just go ahead and get right into this week's news blast. Michelle, go first. Okay, Disney has released the trailer for Disney Plus's first UK original series, Wedding Season. The eight-part series will premiere on Hulu in the United States Disney Plus globally and Star Plus in Latin America on September 8th, which is also Disney Plus Day. So the series tells the story of Katie and Stefan who fall for each other at a wedding and begin an affair, despite Katie already having a fiancé. Two months later, at Katie's wedding, her new husband and his entire family are murdered. The police think Stefan did it, Stefan thinks Katie did it, and no one knows for sure what the truth is. This series is an action-packed romp across the UK and the US as Katie and Stefan go on the run, all while trying to prove their innocence. This stars Rosa Salazar and Gavin Drea. We have the trailer up if you want to take a look at that on the website. 
That sounds like an interesting show. Mm-hmm. I'm going to check that out. Uh, for a limited time, Rise will stream on Hulu and ESPN+, Plus, marking the movie's availability across all three services of the Disney bundle. Starting on August 18th, Hulu and ESPN+, Plus subscribers can watch the Disney Plus original based on the triumphant real-life story about the remarkable family that gave the world the first trio of brothers to become NBA champions in the history of the league, Giannis and Thanasis uh, Antetokounmpo of the Milwaukee Bucks, and former Los Angeles Laker Acostas Antetokounmpo and their younger brother Alex. Uh, we talked about this uh, several episodes back. We watched the movie. I'm a huge basketball fan. Uh, it was really well done and yeah. uh, very moving. So uh, if you've got uh, Hulu or ESPN+, Plus, check it out. So 20th Century Studios Prey is the number one premiere on Hulu to date, including all film and TV series debuts. The film is also the most watched film premiere on Star Plus in Latin America and Disney Plus under the star banner in all other territories based on hours watched in the first three days of its release. We talked about this last week. Um, If you haven't seen it yet, watch it. It's so good. Obviously, there's a lot of buzz around this. Still haven't heard. Um, You know, this is the Predator prequel. Um, I'm kind of thinking they'll probably make another one based on the success of this, and I hope Absolutely. they do, but we haven't gotten an announcement yet. yet. Yeah, that, that, that movie blew me away with how uh, unexpectedly great it was. Uh, Hulu, speaking of ex- unexpectedly great, Hulu has released the new teaser trailer for season two of The Kardashians, which is going to premiere on Hulu, Disney Plus internationally, and Star Plus in Latin America on Thursday, September 22nd, 2022. We've got that teaser up on our website, and if you're a fan of the Kardashians, and I don't understand anyone that wouldn't be, check it out. Why'd you look at me? Coming soon. I feel like you're not as big of a fan of them as you should be. I'm just not as big of a fan as you are. Well, that's because nobody is. (laughs) (laughs) So Disney has announced that season two of the hit series Reservation Dogs will premiere on Disney Plus in Canada on September 7th, 2022. Um, this is currently streaming on Hulu in the United States. It will also be coming soon to Disney Plus in the United Kingdom and Ireland and other regions. However, an exact release date for other regions has not been announced yet. Uh, we enjoy this series. We've talked about it before. Uh, so, Canada, coming your way. So, so Kim Kardashian was married I to Kanye West. I knew you couldn't West, let that go. And then they broke up and then like she dated other people and then she started dating Pete Davidson and then they broke up and Kanye West doesn't really like it. It's just, you've got to follow. It's amazing. I can't keep up. It, it, it takes a lot of effort. Uh, People.com has provided a first look at 20th Century Studios' upcoming Hulu star romantic comedy film, Rosaline, which will stream uh, beginning Friday, October 14th, 2022, as a Hulu original in the U.S., on Star Plus in Latin America, and on the Disney Plus under the star banner in all other territories. Uh, Rosaline stars Caitlin Deaver in a uh, fresh comedic twist on Shakespeare's Romeo and Juliet, told from the perspective of Juliet's cousin Rosaline, who just happens to be Romeo's ex-girlfriend. That sounds like a mess. What begins as an attempt to foil the famous romance and win back her guy becomes a journey of self-discovery as she ultimately works to help get the star-crossed lovers back together again. Uh, The film, based on the novel When You Were Mine by Rebecca Surley, also stars Mimi Driver, Kyle Allen, Isabella Merced, Sean Teal, Bradley Whitford, and Spencer Stevenson. 
Karen Main directs this. Sean Levy and Dan Cohen are producing via their 21 Laps banner. And uh, that's all I got on that. Okay, Disney has announced that the second season of The D'Amelio Show will premiere on Disney Plus in Canada, Australia, and New Zealand on Wednesday, September 28th. Um, This is the same day that the season two will launch on Hulu in the United States with the first two episodes. And then two new episodes will release weekly after. The second season is also expected to release on Star Plus in Latin America and Disney Plus internationally. However, release date for other regions has not been announced yet. Um, In season two, Dixie and Charlie struggle to separate their own self-love and identity from their online presence. Mark and Heidi parent in uncharted territory as they try to protect their family from new pitfalls at every turn. And then Kylie, she's with Travis Scott, and they have one kid, and I think they have another one on the way, but Courtney, she's with Travis Barker, so you don't want to get that confused because he was the Blink-182 drummer, just in case you didn't know. Zoe Tarakis, uh, who you might know from Nine Perfect Strangers and Wentworth, has joined the cast of Marvel's upcoming Ironheart series at Disney Plus in an undisclosed role. Not much is known about the new Ironheart series, but the show will feature Dominic Thorne as Riri Williams, a genius inventor who creates the most advanced suit of armor since Iron Man, Marvel's Ironheart character, follows Williams, a 15-year-old engineering genius attending the uh, Massachusetts Institute of Technology. Uh, She builds a suit based on Iron Man's armor and takes up the name Ironheart. The character has appeared in some Marvel animated series, including Spider-Man, Maximum Venom, and Marvel Rising. Filming is currently underway on this in Chicago, and it will be coming to Disney Plus uh, next fall. A dance drama movie titled Grace is in early development at Walt Disney Pictures. The film will center on a highly talented disabled dancer. Grammy-nominated songwriter Freddie Wexler is producing the project and will co-write the screenplay along with Kira Allen. Allen is a wheelchair-using actress that made her feature debut opposite Sarah Paulson in Hulu's run. The project is based on an original story by Wexler. Chelsea Hill will also executive produce and serve as a consultant. Hill is a longtime professional dancer and founder of the Roulettes, a Los Angeles-based wheelchair dance team. The story centers around a promising 17-year-old dancer who is left paralyzed from the waist down after getting into a debilitating car accident. With help of an exacting artistic director, she becomes the star of a premier dance company. Um, It's not clear yet whether this is being made for Disney Plus or another stream platform or it might just go directly to theaters. We're not sure yet. Okay. Uh, Giancarlo Esposito, unless you want to hear any more about the Kardashians. No, I'm good. Giancarlo Esposito, who plays uh, Moth Gideon in The Mandalorian, as well as Gus Fring and Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul, like the guy's all over, he does it all, he's awesome. He has reportedly been in talks to, uh, or with Marvel to join the MCU. Uh, This news comes from AV Club, which says the actor revealed the information during an appearance at TJH Superhero Car Show and Comic Con in San Antonio. Esposito acknowledged people wanting him to play villains like Magneto or uh, Doctor Doom. However, he said he would prefer a more heroic role like Professor X. Charles Xavier, a.k.a. Professor X and the leader of the X-Men, did briefly appear in Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness and was played by Patrick Stewart. 
Esposito will reprise his role as antagonist Moff Gideon in season three of The Mandalorian, which will premiere in February 2023. He is definitely, uh, he's always played like the sinister type of villain or whatever antagonist in pretty much everything he's he's done so like he's kind of i feel like he's kind of like typecast to those types of roles so it would be kind of interesting to see him yeah. in a more uh you know protagonist or uh you know hero type role mm-hmm. he's a such a great actor yeah he is oh and i guess that's it because <laughs> that was number 10 i was waiting for you to start but uh that's it for all of our news uh review time this week Pretty short and simple, I think, because we're going to review the shorts of uh, the I Am Groot that would just premiered, and I have one little nitpick about them, but I, and I'll, I'll let you go first and kind of talk about okay. uh, talk about it, give us a, like a rundown. But these were cute, these were fun, and most importantly, uh, since we were busy this week, they didn't take a lot of time to get through. I absolutely love them. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's a collection of five new shorts. Um, it follows Baby Groot's glory days growing up and getting into trouble among the stars. What could possibly go wrong? And Vin Diesel does return to voice Groot. And the titles of the five different shorts are Groot's First Steps, The Little Guy, Groot's Pursuit, Groot Takes a Bath, and Magnum Opus. So... Um, I love these so much. They're just so cute. You don't have to have seen any of the Gardens of the Galaxy movies ahead of time to enjoy these. Um, I thought they were actually just really beautiful to watch. Um, that, that's that's one thing that really stood out to me: the animation and the the settings for these shorts. Like it's just absolutely top notch. It looks like no expense was spared in in you know the in the animating budget for these they, they look absolutely amazing one thing i loved is the pacing was great and we've kind of talked about those mickey mouse um animated shorts and about how they can kind of i know they cause you anxiety but oh, they, <laughs> they seem They're a little always... bit too fast-paced or maybe a little aggressive or angry or something and this wasn't like that at all i mean this was like just a pleasure and delightful to watch mm-hmm. um so my two favorites were group takes a bath and magnum opus and in Magnum Opus, actually, we kind of uh, get a little, uh, like, Bradley Cooper actually returns to voice Rocket yeah. in that short, which I thought was really cool. And although we don't hear Dave Bautista's Drax, we kind of get an image of Drax in the shower. Mm-hmm. So we, we do get the Guardians of the Galaxy some presence of theirs in these shorts, which I love. And um, I don't know. I heard that they kind of got some inspiration for the Looney Tunes for this which i can kind of see yeah i could see that and we also see like groot's kind of got a little mean streak in them yeah the, the, <laughs> those those were uh, the highlights for me also i there's just a there's a lot of laugh out loud uh funny moments in them i i really liked uh the the scene with the little the little critters or whatever mm-hmm. like, underneath the rock and and that whole uh that kind of resembled the minions a little bit yeah they were like <laughs> weird kind of minion knockoffs but they, they were they were cute and funny and you know he's he accidentally like steps on them or whatever at the end and you think oh my god that's that's awful but then they pop back up or whatever so like it, they're well done uh my my one nitpick that i mentioned about this is i i really feel like or I, I wish they just kind of threw them all together in one episode just like as a as a collection instead of you know five separate titles that you have it's just as more just like a quality yeah. of like they're so and was, short and they're easy to watch like i would rather just to 
click once and then it'll play all of them or whatever separated by like a little like intermission or because something. Truth be told, I mean, each short without the credits is probably like what two three minutes long yeah, I mean, you, it, all five of them together probably wouldn't take more than 15 minutes to watch exactly it just felt like kind of unnecessary to have to go through the title screen and the in the end credits after every single one i i feel like that could have all just been kind of thrown together yeah but what if thing. you just want to jump to your favorite one like great takes then then they have them on the in the in the thing whatever it would be like you know chapters split up just like if you're watching uh like a, a movie or whatever, like they have different uh, chapters. Like with it, you can just kind of fast forward with the button and go to the next one. Okay, you got an answer for everything. I do. I know all about this stuff. <laughs> I, I could tell you all uh, this, the Kardashians. Like <laughs> that, it's like oh, Chloe takes a bath. Like click forward to do that, or uh, Kim breaks up again. Like you know, it's, it's again, all, it's all chaptered out, so it's very easy to watch or rewatch your favorite scenes. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> What would you rate this? We gotta get back to group. Uh, I would rate these. Uh, does anyone need to stop everything that they're doing and watch them? Probably not. You you can you can live out all of your Guardians of the Galaxy's fantasies in your lifetime without ever having seen them and probably be okay. But I thought they were fun and funny and cute. And again, they only took a. 15 minutes to get through them all. So I, I give them like a solid eight and a half. I'm going nine. There you go. They're, they're, they are so far as of yet my favorite uh, shorts, if you will, for... for I think they're rewatchable you know. too. Like, I, I, I wouldn't so mind too. like rewatching them. Yeah. I, I, if you're a Guardians fan, you'll obviously love them. If, uh, you know, I, I think even like kids would definitely... Yeah. Kids and adults, like they, they speak to both. They're, there's a lot of humor in there and they're clever. And the, again, the... And, just take if you have like a really nice big screen TV like the, that's got a really nice picture on it, like just being able to pop those up in all the different scenery or whatever. It's just kind of fun to watch. Yeah. Makes I you agree. happy with all the colors. Improves the endorphins. <laughs> that's going to do it for our episode this week. Thank you so much for joining us. We hope that you come back next week for our next episode. Please take a moment to rate and review and subscribe to our podcast. We would totally appreciate that. Be sure to visit our website, DisneyPlusInformer.com, for all the latest news, rumors, reviews, release schedules, and more. You can email us, podcast at DisneyPlusInformer.com. If you've got any specific questions on the Kardashians, we'd be happy to answer. Also, you can follow us on Twitter at MoreDisneyPlus. Stop by and visit our Facebook page. We'd love to see you. We're going to get out of here, so we'll see you next time. See you later. Bye. Bye.